Welcome to Tales from the Clit. I'm Stephanie and I'm a sexual educator. Since 1982, over two billion federal dollars have been spent on abstinence education programs. Meanwhile, only 13 states require the information and sexual education programs to be medically accurate. These political choices have a very real effect on the personal lives of individual citizens in the United States. I believe that every sexual encounter is a learning experience, and I believe in the power of storytelling, especially as an educational tool. This podcast is a blatant attempt to mix these two beliefs, in which you and I will be learning about sex through the stories people tell. Listener discretion is advised. Today we're talking to... Uh, Caesar. So how do we know each other? Uh, I met you here at the LGBT Resource Center. Um... And are you comfortable saying what you identify as? I identify as a bisexual male. Oh, I identify as a bag- bisexual female. <laughs> All right. <laughs> as a bag sexual. <laughs> that almost came out of my mouth. Okay. So today we're going to talk about... We're going to talk about um, my sex capades in college and how that's changed um, into what my sex life looks like now with my partner. Okay. Um, so did you have sex before college? Yes. A lot? Um, I guess so. Um, not as much as when I was in college. I want to say that um, I guess my body count, quote unquote, um, like doubled when I came to college. Okay. Yeah. So tell me about your first sexcapade. Um, so it was right as I was entering college and in my mind I thought, hey, um, let's have, have sex with as many people as I can. (laughs) Um, there's so many new people here and the options are a lot more open. I came from a town where there wasn't that many, um, queer folk. And so coming to college where, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people are a lot more open-minded, I guess, um opened up a world of possibilities and I was like let's go crazy so I did okay so what was the first one how did you meet them so um actually the first person that um I slept with when I came to college is now um my partner and (laughs) I've known him for two years now and um we've been on and off for that long since we knew each other since we met two years ago and I mean, it's been pretty dope. I mean, now we're dating, and I'm very, very happy. But he was the first person that I slept with at college. And uh, it was like, I want to say three nights in, three nights that I was moved into my dorm, and he came over, yeah. Oh. (laughs) How did you meet, though? So. (laughs) It's a grinder. No, never. I never used that app. (laughs) No, yeah, it was. Okay. That was grander. And then you matched? It, no, that's no, not so. how it works. <laughs> um, that's not how it works. So you can just message people freely. Oh, okay. And I think I messaged him first. Okay. Yeah. And he came over, and how was the sex? So um, that night we actually didn't do anything. Oh. So he was just one of the first people that I met, I guess. That was a little misleading. Um, but... He came over, and we basically just talked all night. I just wanted cuddles, to be completely honest with you. Um, it was my cousin's birthday d- that day, 
and it was like the first time that I had ever missed a birthday because we always get together and like split cake and they FaceTimed me and I was really upset afterwards I was like oh I need um I need a body here in bed and so then he came over um and we did other stuff but we didn't we didn't have sex like penetrate penetration yeah we didn't we didn't do that what did you do do you feel comfortable saying um well we like made out and he blew me so okay yeah that sounds fun (laughs) yeah it was fun um okay so that was your very first one Mm -hmm. and then what what came next um I mean, there was a couple of guys after that, and then um, after, I want to say, like, December is when I stopped talking to um, the first guy, the one that's now my partner, Um, and then that is when I kind of went haywire, and I started sleeping with a lot of people, Um, but I mean, there was this one guy, and um, he really wanted to blow me, and he was, like, deaf, and I was like, okay, cool. I mean, that was something. Um, communication was a little different, but I mean, his mouth was full. He couldn't really talk much. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, so that happened. Um, there was a couple that I met, and they were really, really interested in um, having a guy bottom for them. And I, myself, am a top. Um, and for those of you listening that don't know what that means, it means I am the one that does the penetration. <laughs> um, but... Yeah, they were two tops, and they were, like, together. They're a couple. They're still a couple. We talked. Uh, my partner and I are, like, trying to, you know. To what? Um, to link up with them and have a night of fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, that couple, they were really interested in having um, a guy bottom for them. And I was like, um, I don't want to bottom, but I will do, um, I guess, typically bottom things um (laughs) what does that mean (laughs) such as um as a top I guess it's not as normal to um get your ass eaten but I have a great time with that I love getting my ass eaten it's a it's a good time um so they were really interested in that um like eating my ass and like having fun with that um and it was really nice um because they just paid attention to me (laughs) like I guess I guess they were just excited that there was a new person in their bedroom um but even so like I I had a great time and it was a lot of fun but um yeah there was that couple and then um oh I took a trip actually um to an unnamed city I'm not gonna say where it is (laughs) um but I took a trip to a city um on the other coast so we're in California that's Mm -hmm. um so, okay, I was in Chicago. Fuck it. <laughs> okay. I, was, <laughs> I was in Chicago and um, there was a Steamworks there. Um, and for those of you that don't know what Steamworks is, it is a um, it's a bath, bathhouse. So um, there's like one in Chicago. There's one, I think, in New York. There's one in San Francisco. Um, and if you don't know what a bathhouse is, <laughs> then um, it's essentially just a club where people have sex it's it's a time and it's usually just for gay men yes it's which you, makes yes. me very sad because i would like to go to one yes there are sex clubs though it's not the same i'm sorry continue that was a fun time though <laughs> i went um i was like <laughs> the funniest part actually is that i was there for um 
a queer Christian conference. Oh. <laughs> so it was, you know, I'm pretty sure that I slept with a couple of um, good Christian men while I was there in that bathhouse in Chicago. Is um, sex with good Christian men different or? I mean, they never explicitly, explicitly told me that they were. I'm sure that they were. <laughs> but like, I also used to be a Catholic boy. So okay. like, I guess maybe there's a correlation. I don't know. But, um, yeah, that bathhouse was a lot of fun. I went two nights in a row. Um, and so kind of how it works, I guess, uh, for those of you that have never been to one, is um, it's usually unmarked. Like, it usually just has a number on the building because, like, I guess technically they're illegal. Whatever. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so you walk in, <clears throat> and um, there's, like, a almost kind of like um, when you go to the bank and they the tellers are like standing behind or like the bankers they're standing behind like a glass casing so that no one like threatens to kill them or something but um so there's a glass casing and there's usually just like a little window cut out where you like pass things through and through um, but you can like pay for a membership or just get a day pass and then um, whether you get a day pass or a membership you always have to buy a locker um, unless your membership comes with that, but you have to buy a locker every single time you go. Um, so then you put your stuff in the locker. Like that's in like just one room alone. And that room has like the door to enter the bathhouse and then the door to enter like the actual bathhouse, if that makes sense. Um, so like where you, <laughs> so where you walk in from the street, oh, that okay. door, and then the one that goes into like okay. the actual building. Um, and so, yeah, then you go, you walk to your locker and then you go and do your thing. Um, the one that I was at particularly um, had a jacuzzi and, like, a pool area. And there was a ton of showers. Um, and then, like, so many glory holes. I literally couldn't count. Um, but those were fun. Um, I don't particularly like sucking dick. But um, I did I did get a lot of head when I was there. <laughs> um, at one point, it was really weird because um, this is going to be kind of hard to explain so that I can, like, visually yes paint a picture for me okay so um to make it easier they have the glory holes raised from like ground to level um so that when you are like the person that's giving the blowjob um doesn't have to be on their knees or be low so um they can still stand yeah they can still stand as they're you know slobbing on your knob (laughs) um (laughs) But yeah, um, at one point I was like receiving, um, oral fellatio (laughs) and, um, there was like a group of people like just watching, like at least 10 men, like just standing there watching me get my dick sucked. And like, I, I don't think I'm that attractive, but it was definitely like a good, um, self-esteem boost. Um, and like... I hate when people do this, but, like, okay, I knew that I had, like, an above-average dick, but I didn't know that it was, like, big until I went to this bathhouse because there were many men coming up to me and telling me that I had a big dick, but that's just, like, a whole other thing. Anyways, so, (laughs) anyways, anyways, I, um, I, like I said, I was there for two nights, and, um, one of the nights I met this really, really, both nights I met really, really cute, um, nice guys. And, um, 
after I found them, I kind of just spent the rest of the night with them. And I didn't leave until like three in the morning. It was, it was fun. But that's another story um, of this whole. Stop teasing us. What do you mean? You keep dropping little kernels (laughs) of awesome other stories. Okay. 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 So the first night um, I met this guy and I mean, they live in Chicago. So should I use their name or? We won't know if it's real or not. That's true. That's true. For no all you know, these could be fake names. Yeah. Okay, so the first night I met this guy named, um, we'll call him Sergio. And um, I don't know, like, it's really weird when you meet someone that you're interested in in one of these bathhouses because there's, like, a look. There's a very, very distinct look. Like, you could be glancing at someone, but then there's definitely, like, a look when you want to, like... I guess, link up with someone. Um, But he was really fun. Um, He, I don't know, like, he was really, really into um, giving me head. Like, he really, really wanted to give me head. He, like, wouldn't stop. And um, we made out a lot. But I was, like, telling him, I think it was, like, 2 in the morning at this point. And I'm like, okay, like, I need to leave now. Like, I have to be up early to go to this queer Christian conference. (laughs) Um, And he was like, no. Like, he was very, very adamant about making me come at least one more time. Um, And that was at 2. And by 3 a.m., I had came, like, three more times. But it was was a good time. It was fun. Um, So that was the first night with um, Sergio. And then the second night, I was with, uh, I met up with this guy, um, his name, we'll call him Jackies. Um, and he was really dope. He gave me the look as well. Um, I was actually like, no, actually it wasn't a look. Um, I was getting head in one of the glory holes and, uh, he came up behind me and just like grabbed me, which I mean, I guess maybe that's not, I don't know the best, like there was no asking um but he was really really cute I wasn't like not into it what was your initial reaction though I was like this guy's very forward (laughs) before I like looked at him like he was really really cute he had a nice body but he I was like this is very forward of you sir um but I mean I still had fun like I mean I guess no matter how it's no matter how it started like all that matters is that I had a good time (laughs) Um, but yeah, um, the second night I spent with Jackie's, he did that. And then, um, th- we went and he, I mean, okay. If you don't like understand this by now, I get, I love getting head. Like, I love <laughs> blow jobs. Um, but one moment, I'm going to drink some water. Okay. Ugh. Ah, ASMR. You have to leave that in. You have to leave that. <laughs> um, anyways, so, um, yeah, after that happened, I got head a lot. And then um, another way that you can, like, if you're not so, um, I guess, forward like Jacquees was, or if you don't understand how that look works, um, you can also use Grinder while you're there. And, like, they usually have Wi-Fi. Um, and it's pretty easy to do that because all the guys that are on Grinder are obviously, like, pretty close to where you are. Mm-hmm. And then you just meet up in a designated area. But um, while I was with Jackies, um, before I mean, actually, before I met Jackies um, or before he came up to me, I was on Grinder, and this guy was like really, really into um, 
uh, what was it? He was really, really into like um, anonymous, like fucking. Um, and so in these um, bathhouses, like I said, you could get a locker um, or you can get a room or a suite and all of the rooms and suites have beds. So um, sometimes what um, bottoms will do is they'll, um, they'll, they'll get a room, they'll rent a room and then they'll leave the door open and then they'll just lay face down ass up. And then it's like, you know, first come first serve. <laughs> um, so he really, really wanted someone to like fuck him anonymously. Like he didn't want to know who it was. He didn't want to like um, see us. And I was like, okay. But that was before I met Chuckies. And then while I was with Chuckies, I forgot about that guy that wanted me to come and fuck him. <laughs> and so um, I told Chuckies, I was like, hey, do you want to come fuck this guy with me? And he was like, oh yeah, I'm so down. And so then you know we went and we got to the room and we fucked him like we talked to him to him and it was really fun he had like a blindfold on and you know it was a good time <laughs> okay and then that was the second night mm-hmm. was did you only go for two nights yeah i went two nights in a okay. row um and then after that after we fucked him jackie's and i spent a little bit more time together and then um he was actually so sweet he took me back to my hotel he like drove me um and by that time in the night, I had spent hours with him, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure he's not a serial killer, so I'll get in the car with him. <laughs> um, so that's the story of um, my time at the bathhouse while I was <laughs> supposed to be at a queer Christian conference. Love it. Um, but I don't know. Like, okay, I have all of these, like, sexcapade stories, or, like, all of these sex stories from when I was going through a sexcapade, but I don't know. I feel like I, at the time, thought I was, like, getting the most pleasure that I could like hands down and I was like it's great to be in different holes every single week and um like variety is better and I mean I think that that's true for some people I think that that's definitely that can be true I think that people don't need like passion and I guess love to have good sex I really I don't believe that but I think that for me personally I think it is a lot more fun now being with my partner and knowing each other as long as we have like we definitely know our way around each other's bodies <laughs> um but yeah I mean that's what I've learned um is that I really like I've never had more fun or had more pleasure during sex than having sex with my partner um, that's really sweet. It is really sweet. And it's really gross <laughs> because, um, I used to definitely be one of those people that were like, Hey, I never need to, you know, settle down. And I want to have sex with as many people as I so desire. And it's great to have variety and all of that. But I don't know. I think my, my heart's very much changed. Um, and my outlook has changed on that. I used to think that I was someone that was incapable of receiving or giving love. And I think that that's a really great thing that, um, I have changed because <laughs> I no longer think that. Um, but yeah, I think, yeah, my sex life now is a lot better. Um, <laughs> I think that with that, I mean, me personally, I'm a very kinky person, um, I was talking about earlier that guy with the blindfold. I thought that, that was really, really hot. Um, but when you're doing that with strangers or people that you don't necessarily know too well, 
I don't know. I feel like, um, like you can't fully nosedive into the experience and maybe that's just different for some people. I guess I'll just speak from my experience, but for me personally, I can't nosedive into an experience like a kinky submission type of thing if I don't know someone like that well. Um, and so that now coming and bringing that into my relationship is really cool because there's really not a lot of limits as to like what we can do and what we can try. Um, so, I mean, bondage, whipping, um, flogging, uh, what is it called? When you cover your blindfold. <laughs> blindfold. Blindfold. That, yes. Blindfolding. Blindfolding. Yeah. That doesn't that. sound right. But no, yeah. right? That didn't sound re- like that was weird. Just but sensory anyways, stuff. Exactly. Sensory experiences. Um, and yeah, I mean, there's a couple of things that we want to try still, but I don't know. I want to do some role play. I think you'll have fun with that. I, in case you haven't picked up on it, I am a lot more dominant. Um, but that isn't always the case, I guess. Um, another thing that I find a little interesting is how much, after you're in a relationship, how much you're willing to um, not really, um, well, I guess so, like how much you're willing to uh, compromise in a sexual experience. Like, I am definitely, like, I top, and that's the only thing I enjoy. I don't really enjoy bottoming. Um, but the fact that it makes my partner happy, like if he wants to top me every now and then, like I'm totally, I'm okay with that. Um, but yeah, I also used to be very selfish. Like I used to be a very selfish lover and I think that that's a thing that I need to change. Um, it sounds like you're working on it. I am working on it. Yeah. Yeah. But he still gets upset from time to time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah. I guess. I don't know. I don't know what else to talk about. I guess That's just that, like, mm-hmm. um, how much more open you can be in a relationship, I guess, or with strangers. It doesn't yeah. matter. Whatever, you know, tickles your pickle. Um, What was the uh, condom situation at the bathhouse? Oh, yeah. I forgot to talk about that. So, I mean, they aren't, like, walking around checking to make sure that people are wearing condoms. Um, I think that that would be a little excessive, too. But they have them, and you can – they're free, like, when you pay for your entry. And they're usually, like, everywhere. Um, and I personally – if I never fuck anybody without a condom unless I, like – in the past, it's, like, if I've known you – for a really long time and like I know that we're only having sex with each other and like now obviously now that I'm in a relationship we don't use condoms what about the glory holes no there was no condoms on the glory holes yeah I don't know I don't know why it's so different when it comes to like oral as opposed to like I mean I do know from like a sexual health you know perspective like there are still STDs that you can um acquire um (laughs) if you use if you don't use condoms during oral i just feel like with me the risk is so low that i i don't really now that you're in a relationship what do you mean the risk is so low of what of uh getting an std when you are um getting or receiving oral 
it's still a possibility, but you feel like you have a lower risk. Yes. I feel like the risk is a lot lower, and maybe that's just because I'm not educated enough. I don't know. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I, I've never used a condom while receiving or oral or giving oral. I don't know if that's bad. I mean, I haven't, I haven't gotten an STD yet, which it's not a bad thing, but I guess. Yeah. Um, what about when you uh, tag team that guy? Did you use a condom then? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because I, you know, there was penetration involved. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So we definitely talked about what you learned. I learned a lot about bathhouses just now, which mm-hmm. is interesting, and I loved hearing about your relationship and how it's made how it's changed you. Well, thank and you. And made you feel. Is there anything else you'd like to say? Uh, have fun. Just have fun, guys. Have fun is a good message. Or have fun, y'all. Like, yeah. it's, it's, it's better when you're having fun. Be safe while you're doing it. You know, you make your own choices. You're an adult. You both are consenting adults. Um, so just have fun. Try new things. Fuck new people. Yeah, that's, that's what I have to say. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Thank you very much. Of course. And... Tales from the Clit was recorded at the Ethnography Lab at UC Riverside in collaboration with the Cultural Media Archive. You can follow me, Stephanie, at Sex at Steph, and this podcast at underscore Tales from the Clit on Instagram. And you can send any questions to our email, talesfromtheclitoris at gmail.com. If, for any reason, you were triggered by content in this episode or need resources to deal with sexual violence, then contact the Rape, Abuse, and Incest National Hotline at one 800 or find it at www.rain.org or call the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 1-800-799-7233 or find it at www.thehotline.org. Cultural Media Archive.